Everybody and welcome to season two of our little Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Andrew, it is so good to be back here with you. It feels like we haven't left. Once we saw each other on the app, we're sitting here talking again. It just feels like we haven't left. How you been, man? I've been good. I've been good and I am better now. I'm so excited for football. It's so close. We've been waiting and waiting and, and the dog days of summer and we had some baseball, but that's, you know, it's it's been cool, but like, let's get back into football, baby. We have some business that we need to tend to. Before even getting into anything Eagles related, we have a bigger priority right now and we need some help. Yeah. So at the beginning, when we decided to put this podcast on midway through half season, we had the afterthought kind of as a placeholder. Drew, I think you actually came up with the name. We had the A and Andrew, the F and Foldats afterthought. It was just kind of something that was always a placeholder and we kind of just ran with it. And I think at that time we were undecided if this was going to be like a broader football podcast or something that's going to be, you know, tied back to the Eagles. And time and time again, we just always went back to the birds. We brought friends on from other fan bases that talked about the birds. So we need to get back to our roots. We need to get back to who we are. We had this little experiment last season, but we really found that we're looking to find our identity, build some branding and build something that ties back to our Philadelphia Eagles. Exactly. I think, um, We don't want to get too, you know, we don't want to be too corny about it. There's a lot of Eagles podcasts out there. A lot of them that have cute little bird innuendos or, or Eagle this, you know, birds with friends or, um, uh, bird's eye view. There's, there's a lot out there. So it's, it is, it is a little difficult to select. However, I think you and I, after spending tire months of, of tirelessly brainstorming new titles, we've narrowed it down to three new titles. We're going to share it with you now and please Please let us know what your favorite is because the future of this podcast is honestly in your hands. (laughs) I mean, I think they're all bird innuendos and low-key kind of cute, but hey, I mean, this is it. So without further ado, we're going to introduce the three names of the potential podcast, and we want you guys to vote on this on social media. So I'll kick us off. First one, fight or flight. Flight will be spelled P-H-L-I-G-H-T. Fight or Flight podcast. Think we can do something pretty cool with the branding on there and everything like that. Andrew, what's our second one? Second one. Birds on a wire. Straight to the point. Big visual there. Birds on a wire. You can search, see a lot. And then the third one. Why don't you introduce it? Because you're the one that texted me. This is a recent and last minute addition to this list. But I'm a big fan of it as well. And what's the third one? Yeah, so so if we're honest, I think we're I think we're both pulling for this, but you know this is a democracy. Title number three, winging it, winging it. I like it. I think we can do something with the branding there and everything. But this is new. It's right. It's fresh in our minds. It's sexy. We want to let it marinate a little bit and give it back <laughs> to the people. So the three titles again: fight or flight. Flight spelled P H L. Second one is birds on a wire. Third one is winging it. Let us know your thoughts. Now, although that's really important, 
did we just have the greatest offseason that you can remember for this Philadelphia Eagles football team? Andrew, help me break it down. What the heck happened since the last time we spoke? Um, short answer is is yes. This is the best offseason maybe that I've ever experienced. The only one that can really compare is when we signed uh, ter- or we got Terrell Owens and Javon Kirst in the same offseason, obviously went to the Super Bowl that year. With that being said, there's been a ton of stuff that's happened. I think the last time you and I spoke, we were just starting to get into free agency. The Eagles had signed Hassan Reddick, which was a very exciting signing, finally like a legitimate pass rusher. However, it did not stop there. It surely so, did not. Just to start off, we have a couple different uh, a, a couple different cohorts of, of new Eagles, but I'm going to start off here with three players who are new Eagles, first season this year with the Eagles, and they are going to be starters Obviously, knock on wood, as long as they stay healthy. So the first one, obviously, is Hassan Reddick, who will be starting at linebacker. Uh, second is James Bradbury, who came from the Giants, who was a cornerback, and he is going to be a beautiful complement to Darius Slay. And then finally, the big boy, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Huge I'll- trade. Yep, just real, on, on draft day, we... We traded a twenty uh, a first rounder from this year, which was the 18th overall pick. If you remember, I think the Eagles had three first rounders going into this year. They traded uh, so the 18th overall, and they also traded a third round pick to acquire AJ Brown, and then also uh, after that, resigned him or signed him to a four year, 100 million dollar deal, which is big time money for a big time player. Yeah, man, and and listen here, I remember draft day. Eagles are coming up. We see the trade come through and our buddy Brian Fye, Brian, long-term friend of the podcast, um, also just started his own podcast. Shout out to the Neutral Zone Infraction podcast. Um, Him and his girl Devin actually have an awesome little show where they talk about fantasy football. That's around the corner. So I'll definitely be tuning in for some words of wisdom on on what that looks like. So so plug in that show. Um, But I remember Brian came on the phone and was like, it's AJ Brown. It's AJ Brown. Twitter's blowing up. It's AJ Brown. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then once I saw the news, my wife was texting me saying, we have a baby. Like, stop being so dang loud. I went, got yeah, we that jersey We have right a new away. baby named AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, just so over the top moon excited. And, and you know the best part about this deal, Andrew? It's a four-year deal, right? Like, this is the AJ Brown era now. This is not a one-year two year we're going to try to you know go 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 get a super bowl this next year like it's a four year deal that's healthy and you know what in the short term AJ Brown loves being a Philadelphia Eagle he loves the passion him and Jalen Hurts are boys did you know that Jalen Hurts is his daughter's godfather pretty cool little fun fact there you got some deep roots we'll talk about that relationship later on in the show but just so excited that A.J. Brown is a Philadelphia Eagle. Could not believe it when the news came across. A.J. Brown's that player that, you know, you you see him in a football uniform and he looks like a superhero. Like, I remember watching Titans games and you just see this just dude just busting out of his jersey. And like, look, man, like I'm – we're older than he is, but I still still look at these guys like they're superhuman. I know. You know, like he – He's 20, I think he's 25. He may have been 24 when we traded for him. I have always been about trading for guaranteed talent. If you have assets that you can trade when you're where you're getting a guaranteed stud at a position of need, you go for it. And now you have you have AJ on one side and you have Devontae Smith on the other side. And like I just can't even fathom how defenses are going to be able to to account for that. So we'll definitely get more into uh, the depth chart and what that looks like, but that 
huge signing, super excited. And he's here for the next four years, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, man. Um, Absolutely. And, and I'm already seeing infographics about the best one, two wide receiver combo in the, in the NFL. And it's Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. And it is exciting. It is wild to think that I feel like our expectations were somewhat low heading into this season. And I don't know about you, man, but, but I've just been blown away. I think it's been an incredible off season, but Time to put our money where our mouth is. So those aren't the only three people we picked up. I think those are the people that are going to be starting. We also have a few people that are in the mix. Uh, so we have Kaiser White coming over from the Chargers in the linebacker position on a one-year contract. Um, decent pickup there. We have Jaquiski Tart, uh, safety, coming over from the 49ers. I think Jaquiski Tart is the guy that dropped like a guaranteed interception in the championship game last year. So. I'm willing to. I'm, I mean, I'm willing to forgive it just because he's got one of my favorite names in in football. So, uh, it, a name like I don't know. You, you you can you can apologize for for your bad play when you have a cool name. Sometimes it helps make up for it. Jaquiski, yeah, that was definitely on the list of uh, baby names when when we were uh, naming ours. And then Zach Pascal, and you predicted Zach Pascal. Before it even happened, did you predict that on the podcast, like right before it happened? I did, yeah. yeah. So it's like that's why we have millions of followers now because they're like, Correct. "Oh my god, I can't believe this guy just knew that the Eagles were going to get Zach Pascal, uh, number four, number five wide receiver on the team." But um, I, I remember loving that signing. It was a low risk deal, and and yeah. to that point, all three of the names you just mentioned, so Kaiser White, Jaquiski Tart, and uh, Zach Pascal, they're all one year deals. So I love that because they are more or less prove me deals. So it's like, here's, here's one year go out. You're basically playing for a contract so that a new team next year might, you know, if you play well, they'll spend up for you. So these guys have literally nothing to lose. They're Mm -hmm. all in position. They're, they're all battling for a starting position. So, um, you know, Pascal will probably not win the number three wide receiver job. That looks like it's Quez Watkins. Thank goodness it's not you know whose job, uh, Mr. Rager. Um, and Jaquiski Tart will also be fighting for safety. It looks like right now, at the moment, um, Anthony Harris and Marcus Epps are both going to be starting at safety, yeah. but he will compete. And uh, Kaiser White right now is actually slotted as um, as a starting linebacker. So that'll be interesting to see if maybe a, a rookie can overtake. Uh, overtake Kaiser White. So uh, I'll let you introduce our, our new our new rookies that we get to now our, play with. Our, our new rookies, and I think you actually have to give me a little bit of grief. I sure do. Jordan Davis got picked 13th overall. I thought we were moving up to get Kyle Hamilton. That was not the case. And I was actually pretty upset when we went up to pick Jordan Davis because I thought that he was already just going to be able to be there anyway. So give me a hard time and then I will recant and I will give you my opinion (laughs) on what I think of Jordan Davis. So let me have it, Andrew. Give it to me. I'm going to take it easy on you, Alex. It's our first episode. I don't I don't want to hurt your feelings too bad. Um, But I do I do have this visual of you just kind of like holding your head in disbelief like we had just drafted like a fireman with our first round pick or something like that. (laughs) Um, I remember like here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend like I know about any of these rookies. However, I think you and I, we were both coming from the same place where we knew that safety was a position of need and we saw the Eagles trade up and we knew Kyle Hamilton was still on the board. And I think he was kind of the darling. Uh, I think a lot of us were hoping 
we could get this stud rookie safety. And then they went and they got Jordan Davis. And it's like, okay, defensive tackle. We still have Fletcher Cox. We have Javon, Javon Hargrave. Why did we do this? Let's now let's fast forward, you know, maybe to uh, a couple days ago. I think you may have saw a video of Jordan Davis going against Cam Jurgens, our second round draft pick. Yep. A uh, big boy in, in, in a drill. And I'm, I, this Jordan Davis is an absolute mammoth insane of a human. Insane. No, I mean, and it, 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 it almost like doesn't even like look real, right? <laughs> And like you just you just have these giants on the field. Like I remember when um, last year my our, our buddy Vince and he'll be on next week's episode. And I went to training camp. We were right next to Jordan Mulata. Dude was shaking the earth when he walked. Like I just these guys are just getting so outrageously big. But the funny thing about Jordan Davis and if you've been following the Eagles at all, um, Cam Jurgens was drafted to be Jason Kelsey's replacement, and like. The 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 short term outcomes that we've heard from camp have all been positive. Jordan Davis dwarfed him, dwarfed him. Cam Jurgens had to jump stop and put on air brakes just to try to get him to slow down because he already gave up. Um, there's a video out there; it's insane. I actually saw one today where they played it in reverse, and it looked equally as ridiculous. It looked like this little center jumping up to this guy to push him back. <laughs> Hilarious, but um, yeah, Jordan Davis is going to be a problem. I totally recant my statement. Um, would love safety help. I'm still not convinced that we have that figured out, right? We can have all the pressure on the line, but still get beat downfield. But Jordan Davis, man, as long as we can work on his stamina concerns that we've heard, he's going to be an absolute menace on that defensive line, and I just cannot wait to see it. And that's the beauty, though, speaking of stamina, because you're going to have to think about Fletcher Cox's stamina as well. He's getting a little bit older. He's been in the league over 10 years at this point. Now you have a rotation of guys that are just downright mean. Like if Javon Hargrave or if Jordan Davis is your third defensive tackle rotating in, like – that is just relentless. And yeah. I mean, look, man, we've both been reading and, and listening to stories from camp and everything sounds like the defense is outplaying the offense. And here we are looking at our offense as like, who's going to be able to stop us? We have the best offensive line in football. Plus we have depth. We have now maybe the best one and two receivers in football. Really the only question mark is Jalen Hurts. And with that being said, it's like you're, you're seeing – a defense that is really just putting pressure on the quarterback. And I think that that is going to just help everybody. So even like not having a stud safety is not going to be as big of an issue because we're able to get pressure on the quarterback. And one final point I want to make about Jordan Davis. It's not even a point. Well, yes, it is. Uh, He went to Georgia and Georgia won the national title last year and his teammate. We drafted in the third round, which was another huge surprise linebacker position of need a position that the eagles never go for and when they do they draft a guy like marcus smith in the first round we finally got incredible value on a linebacker and what's interesting is that he's like even with all the hype of nicobe dean nicobe dean that what a great name nicobe yeah. dean i yeah. love it um <laughs> you know there were some injury concerns there were reasons that he dropped but everything sounds like he is healthy um, right now he's actually slotted on the second team. So you have a couple linebackers that he's going to be pushing for a job and maybe that helps them, uh, you know, that, that, that gives them an extra kick in the butt. But, uh, but yeah, what did you think about N'Kobe Dean? What have you heard? And, um, yeah, yeah. I, so, so I, I think I, there were some concerns about his health and 
either his willingness to not go through surgery on something with the shoulder or something. But from everything I've heard, he's playing the game at a very high level. He's passed all of his physical exams and there is there is no concern about any injury or or further um, hurting himself to, to, to be detrimental to, to the team. And, and, and listen, we, we got him at incredible value. I think if those health concerns didn't exist, he's a second or third round pick all day long. So, you know, I, I, I feel really, really happy about that. Yeah. I mean, well, he was a third round pick, but he's, he might've honestly, he's probably going to be a first round pick if, if there weren't any, that's what I meant. I meant, I meant first or second. Right. Right. I know. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. I just, you know, I didn't give you too much grief for, for Jordan Davis in your reaction. So I had to just kind of make for a, you know, make up for it a little bit. But Andrew, just, just, just listen to this, right? Like, like we were a decent team last year. Like just, let me just read some of these names for you on who our defensive starters are this year. Brandon Graham, who's coming back looking stout and quick. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, Javon Hargave, Josh Sweat, Derek Barnett. Eh, maybe Derek Barnett. Then you have Kaiser White, TJ Edwards, Nakobe Dean. You have Hassan Reddick, Darius Slay, Marcus Epps, Anthony Harris, James Bradbury. I mean, it's insane. It's it's it this is like I, I'm I'm so excited, man. Two yeah. years ago. We had what a four eleven and one or whatever four twelve and one season with Carson Wentz. Last year we get to the playoffs and this is where we're at three years later. I don't know about you, man, but I am not. I was not thinking that we would be this stack so 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 just just so closely aligned with how bad we played recently. It it, it blows my mind. It was such a huge turnaround, and that's where you have to give credit to to Howie because he pulled some deals. Um, I think going into this offseason, like a lot of us were actually wondering if Jalen Hurts was still going to be the quarterback. And it was kind of like, are we going to trade for Russell Wilson? Are we going to go for Aaron Rodgers? Are we going to go for Derek Carr? I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay, well, we're actually sticking with Hurts. We're going to stick with him. And they did everything to just put him in a position to succeed. So whether it's the defense that is, is should not be letting up uh, a lot of points and helps keep the offense in the game um, or just him really taking that next step forward, throwing the ball with more accuracy, hitting receivers downfield. Uh, you have three or four guys that like really are, are very strong pass catchers at their position. And uh, it, it is, it, it's very, it's kind of alarming how quickly things turned around, but it's very exciting and we need to just, we just need to ride it. So it's going to be a fun year. We got to keep these guys healthy during yeah. the preseason. Yeah. Well, listen, it only took you uh, 17 minutes and 45 seconds. I have our first Derek Carr reference um, <laughs> um, to there. So, um, you know, let's – I think is a good time to transition. Like let's talk about what we've seen, what we've heard out of camp. And as part of my um, season ticket package, so for some of you that don't know um, – I have season tickets for the Philadelphia Eagles. We're actually splitting them this year. Uh, teaser for next week's episode. We split them with a friend of the podcast, and we're going to do a live auction and bid that I have no clue what that looks like now. So really excited to be able to share that. But as a, as a result, you get a few players events. And I had an extra ticket. Drew wanted to tag along um, where we got to, uh, you know, there was a charitable event for Eagles Autism Foundation. They raised tons of money for that so it's always a good cause to to do that and i really love that the eagles really like um sponsor that event 
um, very closely. I feel like I see it with softball events and bike races and now, you know, open practice. It's just awesome that they're, that they're, that they have a really big uh, philanthropic footprint. Um, but Aramark was doing a menu tasting. So we got to try some of the new food that's going to be going into the, to the club level this year. And we also had a uh, free beer, wine and soda and water. So that was pretty cool um, to, to kind of get pampered a little bit up there. But um, we had the opportunity to sit and watch some of these guys practice. And we saw everything from 11 on 11s to 7 on 7s to special teams drills. Really awesome, relaxing atmosphere where you're not biting your nails the whole time. Um, So really fun event, beautiful weather, great company. Um, Andrew, what is your scouting report on this? I know typically we start off the show with a two up, two down, but we'd love to hear from you what stood out to you. And then we'll kind of get into like who are you keeping an eye on? Sure. And thanks again for bringing me. I loved tasting free foods and drinking free drinks and watching Eagles football on a beautiful summer night. Um, what stood out to me, obviously, was looking at some of the some of the long shot players. Uh, Devin Allen was one of them, the wide receiver, also the 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 hurdler, yeah, the sprinter. Yep. Um, and I think he's going I, I think he's going to make some I don't know. It's hard to say he's going to make noise, but like he showed some things. And I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the team is. I don't know. It, it just felt like it felt like there's something there. And even if it's just special teams, I don't know. Uh, Devin Allen was cool. Um, something that I really noticed was was in the first team drills, the offense versus the defense. It really seemed like again, kind of what I was saying before. There was so much pressure on the quarterback that it seemed like you know, you and I were like, come on, we want to just see you just air the ball out. You have nothing to lose. Just throw the ball. We don't want to see you just take off and run. Uh, but it was a lot of that. It was a lot of Jalen Hurts running. So if you are in any upcoming fantasy drafts and you, uh, I, I cannot stress enough that Jalen Hurts is in for a monster season because he is a, he's not afraid to run the ball. Um, also the, like the, the play of the night was the, the absolute perfect throw that was just fell right in the basket to, uh, AJ Brown in the end zone between two yeah. defenders. Yeah. So, um, it was, Again, it's it's hard to, to to really make too many judgments based off of drills and based off of scrimmages, um, but it definitely leaves me with some um, some excitement for for these preseason games to see what they have with some of the rookies. Uh, how about you? Any players that you took notice of? Yeah, so so I think this is the the third open practice I've went to, and undoubtedly, this was the most hype I've ever seen a crowd. I mean, it was so exciting. And say what you will about Jalen Hurts, this city loves Jalen Hurts. And I don't think it comes from a place where we have to love Jalen Hurts because he's our quarterback. People adore Jalen Hurts. He's a fantastic leader. People were cheering. But that was second to the ovation that A.J. Brown got when he stepped onto that field. I mean, 30,000. I don't. I think 30,000 was a little bit exaggerated from his tweet. But he tweeted out after the game, Philly, are you for real 30,000 people? Like, you guys bring it. And honestly, like, that pass from Jalen to to AJ in the end zone, it, it sounded like a playoff game. It was awesome, man. It was so exciting just to see the city rally. It's exciting. I think we're the best team in the NFC East. Our fans show up. We pay attention. Like, say what you will about our fan base. But, dude, like, we show up for our guys and, like, we support them. So, really, really, really exciting. Here's my 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 feedback from from practice you can't see too much i think the big question mark that everyone wants to ask is did jalen hurts progress is he taking that step up and kind of like what you said you're not really seeing much of it 
I actually think he's the same quarterback that he was from last year, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, okay? Jalen Hurts came into a bad situation, new coach, new scheme, coming off of a four-win team, and then, you know, there's drama and there that, that comes along with it. That man took us to the playoffs last year. So so to say that Jalen Hurts isn't progressing, like like how much how, how much more to the playoffs like can, can you get, right? Like are we real were we really thinking we we're gonna win a Super Bowl last year? Do we really think we're gonna win a Super Bowl this year? But I do think that we are in a window where that is starting to become a possibility. And I do think in the AJ Brown era, like I mentioned, in those four years, it is our time. And here's what I've been saying since the beginning of the offseason. We have enough capital now. If Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, we can go get our guy. We can trade for a starter or trade for somebody or go up really high in the draft and go get who we need. So I think it's a really exciting time. But to go back to the practice, um, little bits worried still about seeing Jalen scrambling and, and not throwing the ball so much. You hear Quez Watkins saying, I'm the fastest guy in football. I didn't see anything to Quez. There were seven-on-seven drills where Jalen had no pressure in his face. He just had guys walking at him with pads, and it's one-on-one cornerback, defense, and offensive players covering each other, and he's still scrambling in in a drill that doesn't have any offensive or defensive linemen. I do think I do think if Devontae Smith was out there, we might have seen a different result. Uh, when we watched Devontae Smith last yeah. year as the number one, my man would get separation and get open, uh, and he was our wide receiver one, so he was drawing the best defender from the other team. Now this year, where you have him drawing most likely the second best corner on the other team, I better like. Don't get me wrong, I love seeing Jalen run if it's going to pick up positive yardage and he's not going to get hurt. It's part of his game. He's good at what he does, and there's plenty of quarterbacks that do that and you can definitely win that way. But if there are guys open, he, I, you know, I don't want to see him hesitating and I want him to, I want to see him make those throws accurately and consistently. Um, so I, I think like we're not going to really, we're not going to see the improvement until we actually get to these games. So until then it's all just, you know, it's all just conversation. And, and but it, the reason it is such a huge topic of conversation is because this team literally will, will ride or die with him. I mean, it really comes down to quarterback play. Yeah, and and listen, the the, the truth of the matter is, and, and you said this earlier, is our defense just that good? Right? Cause 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 when you when you when you think about that, like that's a huge part of it. And those guys are getting to him quick. You see, you, you see Jordan Davis just just dwarfing people. You got a really quick Brandon Graham that you know he's back. They're hyping up the guys talking his trash. Got Fletcher Cox back. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely and right. And on top of that, yeah. And the, and the one thing I'll add on to that too is now having you have two very very good cornerbacks. So it's like maybe wide receivers just weren't open right away. You know, it's like between the coverage and the pass rush, this Eagles team is good. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no nah, man, just it's... let that sink in. Just let it. Just let it. Let's let it warm your bones. Let it let let that just wrap. You know, just feel that warm hug of the Eagles are good, and we can feel okay yeah. about that. Yeah. So next question. Um. So the benefits of going to an open practice are you you, you see everyone. You see the ones, twos, and threes. Uh. Small call out. Jalen Rieger did not practice with the ones. By the way, he only practiced on punt returns. I think with the twos. So a little interesting call out there. I th- we saw Zach Pascal. We saw High Tower with the ones, but we did not see Jalen Rieger there. But who are some of these other 
question marks, maybe guys we haven't heard of that stood out to you? I have a few, but I want to hear from you, Andrew. Like, who's someone that like stood out to you? Yeah, I think you and I are both looking at number forty-one, uh, Covey. I yeah. can't. I don't even know his first Britain, name. Britain Covey. Britain Covey. I would love Covey. to see Covey. Is it Covey? Yeah. C O V E Y. Britain Covey. Tomato potato. Um, yeah, I thought he. He he just looks like a like that little Wes Welker type of player who is just like he's kind of a little rat, but like he's going to get open and he's going to catch the ball. Um, so he he was he was a fun little player. Um, I believe uh, seventy five number seventy five is Teron Jackson, I believe, who is another yep. uh, edge rusher. And I just feel like if they can get another guy in addition to Brandon Graham and Josh Sweat, who can bring some well. They do have a son Reddick who is Joshua be a, Perspiration. Well. Correct. Joshua Pers Joshua Perspiration. Josh Sweat for yes, sure. My 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 mistake. Um so if they can obviously if they have more pass rushing help, the more the more the merrier. Um trying to think outside of that. You know, we saw a little Kevon Wallace. Um I don't remember seeing Avante Maddox out there, but I'm glad he's you know, he's still gonna be in the mix. He'll be the the slot corner, which he did a great job. Last year, um, I think we did get to see uh, Artega Whiteside as the number the number two tight end, Yo, which, is, he looked which quick. is very interesting. He looked quick. He should. I- He's a wide receiver, so he should be quicker than a tight end. <laughs> I'm not giving him any credit for quickness. Hey, I'm just saying. I was a. I, he looked quick. He looked quick. You know, say say what you will. Um, yeah, I think I think Britton Covey is is definitely somebody. I think your your comps are are there. Like I kind of see like a Hunter Renfro, Cole Beasley, maybe not a Cooper Cup, but kind of like you know stout, short um, guy that just. I, I mean, he 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 looks good, and yeah. Nick Sirianni's really big on him too. Like you heard Nick mention him multiple times now. You know, one also, more player. Yeah, go ahead. Just, yeah, sorry to cut you off. One more player that I did want to make mention of is Jason Huntley, who. Is right now, I think he's slotted yeah. as our Great call. fourth as our fourth running back. Obviously, Miles Sanders starting, and then we have Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott both in the mix. But Jason Huntley, like that's why again, and we've talked about this in the past. Like I am never into using high draft capital on a running back because you can draft a guy much later, and like he just picks up chunks of yardage. I know he's not going against the first team, but I'm just I'm confident in his ability to find the holes and catch balls out of the outfield that like if something happened to a starter and he needed to fill in we would be just fine yeah no i hear that um yeah good call good call out with jay with jason huntley um also just as part of the practice you get to see like i said all the ones and twos so we actually saw some of the other quarterbacks play as well Gardner Minshew didn't really look that spe- – oh, I mean, okay, he always looks spectacular. The, the, the dude is like the epitome of like what a uh-huh. sex symbol should look like. But, um, you know, he, he he didn't really look too great. A lot of handoffs. Uh, we did not see Carson Strong in the 11-on-11s or the 7-on-7s. But quarterback Reed Sinet. Now, take this with a grain of salt. He's practicing with the threes, right? Looked pretty good. He was hitting open guys in stride. He got the team down to run down for a touchdown, um, you know, to another guy we've never heard of before. But, hey, Reed Sinet, I'm not saying he's the next Tom Brady, but to all you sports card collectors out there, <laughs> get your Reed Sinet cards out from 2020 and, 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 and put him in a sleeve. He could be, he could be just the next yes. big thing. That undrafted, that undrafted free agent out of San Diego, Reed Sinet, is going to make you big bucks. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Look, I'm. I will definitely watch him in in uh, Friday's 
is it this it's this friday our first preseason game there's our only game home this friday it's our only yeah it's our only home preseason game you will be there um so i'm i'm really curious to see what these backups look like against another just yeah going against you know uh, high speed uh, nfl i don't know let's let's see what they got i think i think preseason will be a very good test to see what we have in some of these backup players um so i think I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up. We have a very exciting episode next week. Like you uh, you alluded to earlier, you and our good friend Vincent Stewart, you both, it, just to kind of lay this out and, and, and give you a little preview of what to expect. So both of you have separately sent me a spreadsheet. You were both given an allotted budget to spend on only the home games, obviously, which is included in your Eagles season ticket package. Based off of how much you value that game, whether it's the storyline, whether it's a rivalry, whether it's just a team you want to go see play, uh, time of year, weather, whatever it is, you both had to use that money strategically to spend on each game. And the kicker is, is that this is actually a real bidding war for for you two to split the ticket. So we're actually going to find out who of each of you is going to be going to each game, which is which is really cool. And in addition to that, we'll be able to preview each week's game, give our predictions, maybe uh, you know, kind of see what our what we think of the of our win loss totals. Um, yeah, man. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, man. It will be no. It's it's exciting. Vince is actually the one that proposed this, so we're splitting our tickets this year. The only thing that kind of falls, you know, that that kind of stinks is with the extra home game. Uh, one of us gets five. The other person's going to get four. Um, I'm sure we're going to go to like a few together anyway. It's just, it's just the, it's just the way it goes. But um, yeah, really excited to do that. And then also next week, um, we're going to unveil the new name of the podcast. So, so excited. really excited about that. Um, we're going to have multiple segments that we're going to be recording and working on now to get us to the rest, rest of the season. Back by popular demand, cooking with all bobs is going to be back. So, getting your tailgate yeah. food and getting some, uh, getting some ideas for that. We're going to be introducing some new characters, and then you know, based off the name of the podcast, we're going to start, you know, kind of, you know, working on some branding things. Um, so, so, so we're really excited, experimenting with some new formats of the show. So, season two is going to be is going to be really exciting. What are some of your final thoughts as we uh, as we peace out for this week, Andrew? I just feel like we're going to go with the Eagles, meaning if the Eagles are going to make a run of the Super Bowl, that means our podcast is going to just start blowing up, baby. So we are just going to be running at the same speed of the Eagles. Let's 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 get into this. I'm excited to keep talking. I'm excited for our new title. I'm excited to hear our theme song again next week because it's my favorite. And um, I'm just excited to sit down once a week and have these conversations with you. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Well, hey, let's have a good let's have a good season. Hopefully, we have some awesome stuff to report on our preseason game. Guys, everyone listening, thank you so much for kicking it with us. Don't forget to vote, vote, vote for the new podcast name. We'll unveil it next week. Peace.